Hello, and welcome to the Make Room Show, formerly titled The 29 Minute Mom. I am your host, Jennifer Ford Berry, certified professional organizer, author, and coach. I've spent the last two decades teaching women how to get organized so that they can free up more space, time, energy, and money. This podcast is for the woman who wants to make room in her home and in her life for the people and the things that matter the most. I believe it is possible to make room for anything in your life when you do two things. Remove the clutter that is holding you back and be intentional about the time you have been given. Each week, I'm bringing you episodes that will help you feel less overwhelmed and more inspired to create the life that you deserve. So come on, girl, let's do this together. Hey mamas, Jennifer back again with another episode of the Touring In Minute Mom, where we know every minute of your busy day counts. And I'm so honored that you are here to share this episode with me because I have a very, very special guest, probably one of my most important guests ever on the show. I have my daughter Ransley here with me today. Welcome to the show, girl. (laughs) Hi guys. I'm very happy to be here. So, you know, I've thought about having this episode for a very long time. And I think that now's the time because it has been a few years since Ransley went off to college. I know if you've been following the show for a while, you've heard me talk about that. And I thought that today could be a show that would really help not only moms, but also daughters. So this will be an episode you will want to share with your daughter if she's in high school, because we're going to be talking about what you can expect if you go away to college, why you should get excited about going away to college, and maybe just a little bit of inspiration for those girls out there that are trying to decide whether they should stay close to home or, you know, venture out a little farther. So are you ready for this, Ransley? Because this is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm very excited. So I want to start off by saying that when I went to college, I left New York and I went to Boca Raton, Florida, and I graduated from Florida Atlantic University back in the 90s. Um, So it was the most, just a pivoting time in my life. And I learned so much about myself. And I really don't think I would be the person I am today if I didn't do that, because getting out of a small town where we grew up really let me decide who I wanted to be on my own with nobody around, nobody looking. I grew up in a town where my whole entire family was close by and it was a big step, but I do not regret it. And I still, to this day, have so many connections down there. And also still, you know, three of my best friends in the entire world are in Florida. And so Ransley, you've grown up hearing our stories about college and what we loved about going to college in Florida. And I was honestly in my friend group, the only one that came back to where I was from, everybody else stayed there. So for many years, just for you moms listening that did go to college, you can appreciate this. The friends and I, we did our best to persuade Ransley to go to our alma mater and you can take it away from there. So like my mom said, um, I really did grow up listening to my mom and her friends every year when we would go down to Florida about how they wanted me to be an owl so badly. And I was like, oh my God, this is just whatever. And so my junior and senior year, obviously you're really deciding where you want to go, what you want to do. 
and um, I was really heavy into volleyball, and I, my senior year, I started to get scouted for universities in New York, but I knew in my heart deep down that I did not want to live in New York. I hate the snow, which is why we're recording this podcast, because there's literally four feet of snow outside (laughs) right now. It's so disgusting. Welcome home, Ransley. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I knew that it just wasn't for me, but I loved volleyball so much that I stayed one year, but luckily it was during COVID, so I wasn't actually able to play. And so after that fall semester, I picked up my scholarship and I moved to Florida. And honestly, it was the best experience and decision I've ever made. And I think why the number one reason why it was my greatest um, kind of decision I've ever made in my life is because I truly learned who I was when I moved. I know deep down that if I never moved, then I would have never known myself. I would have never been able to experience the independence that I always wanted in high school. And obviously, like my mom said, that I never got because growing up in a small town, you know everyone. So it's hard to kind of fend for yourself And moving to Florida definitely taught me that. And it was like, I think some people think that it's super extreme, but obviously you're going to have some people in your life that are going to support you in some way, even as just a cheerleader, not even financially. And maybe those one or two people that you have, those people are going to help you and make it not as scary as it seems. So I think that is super important when wanting or even considering going out of state to college, but also it's a completely different experience. When you move out of your hometown, you get to be around like different cultures, different norms, like so many things. And it's so cool. It's so cool to be around different people. Like in our rural town, I was never around any cultural differences anything that was not so black and white you know what I mean and so it's really cool to experience that I mean if you grow up in a big city obviously you're going to experience it but every place is different everywhere in the United States anywhere in the world is going to be different and it's going to have its own experiences so I think that's definitely something that is super amazing about going out of state Yeah, I 100% agree. I think what happens, and we've talked to so many other parents and kids when it comes to this decision, as many of you know, our son is now a senior in high school. We're going through this all over again. I think what holds not only parents back, but also kids back is the fear of change. So I will answer the question from my point of view as a mom that we're never ready to let our children go. You think about your child sleeping every night in their bedroom and their bed. You want to wake up with them. You want to see them every day. And it's super, super hard to let them go. I know that when we dropped you off at college the first time, I just like, I couldn't even drive in the car with dad and Bryson. Like I had, I was bawling my eyes out for hours and I just literally felt like my heart was ripped out. Like how can I live without my daughter in my life? life every day, but I knew 
that my job as a mom was to get you out on your own and push you to be the best version of yourself. So one thing I want to tell moms that if your child's debating on whether to leave, do not be afraid because you just need to always, every time you're together, have the next time you're going to see each other plan. That really does help exactly. us. And to not have fear because First of all, thank you, Jesus, for FaceTime, because I don't even know how my mom dealt when I went to Florida I mean, she had to rely on a phone call. If, you know, I talked to her maybe once a week, texting and FaceTime makes you feel connected every day. Um, but I think that you have to understand that a new norm happens and it doesn't feel as scary once you're in it as you think it's going to feel. So I'm sure as you, from your point of view, Ramsley, leaving home felt scary at, you know, at first, like it just, you're out of your comfort zone. So tell, you know, if there's girls in high school or, you know, even junior college wanting to transfer, what do you say to that? If they're feeling like, I don't know if I could live away from home. Yeah, that's a good question. I think I've had a lot of people ask me that, um, when I come back home or even they text me, um, some girls that are still in high school and they ask me that question a lot. Honestly, I was not scared to move. I was just so ready to have a different experience in life. And, but obviously I can see how other people can be a little bit nervous. It's a completely different People know that it's going to be a completely different lifestyle. It's a huge life shift, but I think that is the most exciting part about it because then you get to, through that experience, you get to figure out a whole different side of yourself that you didn't even know because you were in your comfort zone. And when you're taken out of your comfort zone, that's when you really learn and you really get to grow and develop. And so, I think that's kind of the most important thing that I want people to know is, I mean, my first two days, I remember calling my mom, me and my roommate, the only girl that I knew in Tampa, and we would call our moms and be like, we're never going to meet anyone. Like, this is so scary when our moms had finally left and they're like, just keep waiting, like, just keep waiting. And I think the biggest thing is when you are alone, you need to be able to be uncomfortable and go talk to people. There is people that are going to be on your campus or in your building, and they are going to be just like you. You're they're, You're all in the same position. You're all freshmen. You're all just experiencing this for the first time. And that vulnerability really brings people together. Mm -hmm. And it really, like helps and comforts you in a way when it can be a really, really hard time. Good point. I think that I do remember that just like you, people are more open and willing to become friends when you're all like these fish thrown into a new sea and they are feeling vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool. Also on the mom side of it, you can meet a lot of parents now just by going into the social media groups. There's lots of Facebook groups. Every school has tons of parent groups and you get to meet each other. If you're feeling worried about something happening, it's a great support community. I know recently um, the area where Ramsey goes to school was hit by a hurricane and all the parents were chatting back and forth, helping each other. There was literally parents filling up their cars, taking kids to the airports or 
um, you know, trains so they could go a few hours away to hotels and Airbnbs. And I thought it was amazing to watch these parents come together. And I think what connects everybody is we all love our children. So we can relate to other parents in the same boat. So I would encourage anyone that does have a child that goes off to college, check out those social media groups. I kind of want to switch because, you know, I'm all about organization on this show. I want to talk about some dorm organizing 101. And I think that this is very helpful because if you have a child, like the oldest child going off to college for the first time, and he's never furnished a dorm before there, you always wish someone would tell you what to do. So we're going to talk about the things that you should spend money on and the things you don't need to worry about. So let's go ahead and I'll let you start, Ransley. What were some of the things, and you know, between you and I, I mean, she's like my little mini version when it comes to organization, you guys. So it had to be like the most organized dorm room on campus or she wasn't going to do well. So what are some of the top things that you think were worth purchasing? Yeah, so I uh, definitely inherited OCD from my mom, and but I do not hate it like I organizing and cleaning are my happy place so when I got to move into my dorm room for the first time I wanted everything to just be organized immediately and it was so fun to do it um and since we I was out of state going to college out of state we went and we bought things that were at like Walmart's Target's Home Goods near the college which I think really helped a lot because some people do worry about like, oh my God, am I going to have to drive this down? Am I going to have to fly this down? No, uh, girl, it's all going to be there. There, all those, like all those stores are still going to be in that place. So that's the number one thing that you do not have to worry about. Also, I guess my most favorite things that I brought to school were definitely, um, like the three drawer pullout containers that because dorm beds pretty much all of them I think they can be raised or lowered and so I literally put probably three of those three drawer plastic containers under my bed and that saved me because in my dorm room we had like a closet that me and my roommate shared and each of us got half of the closet and both of us had way too many clothes and if it didn't need to be hung we put it in the containers and it was way easier and also I definitely think that um velvet hangers saved my life too because my roommate had bulky plastic hangers and that took up a lot of her closet that she needed but she didn't have and I had the velvet hangers and that saved my life. Mm -hmm. um, definitely for material wise, um, you need a refrigerator. It doesn't, you don't need like two refrigerators. If you have a roommate, me and my roommate just shared a refrigerator and it worked just fine. I mean, if you both are getting groceries, maybe you'll each need to have one, but um, one mini fridge should be fine. And then it won't take up nearly as much space in your dorm room. Um, another thing is the XL twin uh, covering. The sheets have yeah, to be sheets. XL. For, so for a dorm bed, it's not a normal sheet set. It has to be twin XL yeah, because so they're all longer. Yeah. And then another thing that is completely necessary 
is a mattress pad or an egg crate for your bed because it is like sleeping on wood. It is the most uncomfortable thing. Like I remember going into some of my friends' dorm rooms and sitting on their bed and be like, do you not have like a cushion on your bed? so hard? How do you sleep on this? And they're like, yeah, like I just left it and just put the sheets on. That is the most uncomfortable sleep that you are going to have for the next four months. Do not do that to yourself. That would be brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this are, these are things that you, you basically want to set up the dorm room for your child to just be comfortable. And so when we first, you know, got there, when we moved her into the dorm, which um, we did several times, even one time it was very a full circle moment for me where two of my own college besties came and we all moved her in together. It was absolutely hilarious. And we, we wish that we could be back in college because, you know, those were the best they years of our life. They were back in college <laughs> for that day. Yes. So, uh, auntie Cindy, auntie Anna, shout out to you for helping because it was just a full circle moment for all of us to have you know, be able to relive that. I think that you want them to be comfortable photos. You printed out a lot of photos, yeah, like your friends mm -hmm. and some from back home family. We had a picture of Paisley, our dog. Oh, yeah. Um, and you did some decorating just so that it was your style. Basically you get half of a small room, which is an adjustment. Um, I also think that it was helpful to have your desk very organized. Yeah. That's another thing is, so I had a lot of plastic divided containers in my desk especially the top drawer um which is like I since I'm OCD I had to separate all my pencils from my pens and my highlighters and that kept my small desk that I had in my room actually much more organized and like um other various things that you're gonna need um and then in my bottom drawers um I kind of stood up my notebooks to be more of like a file cabinet, which helped me a lot because then I could kind of see them better instead of laying them down on top of each other. Um, but I know that a lot of people just have computers now. And another really helpful thing is if you have like some sort of basket or I know they have cord organizers now on Amazon or something like that you're going to have a lot of cords you're going to have your computer cord phone cord I mean there's going to be a lot going on in your desk and that would definitely be something that is super helpful and it kind of hides away those eyesores when you're not using them um, that was another helpful. Yeah, thing. that was. The other thing I think you have to kind of remember that they're going to be in charge of keeping this space clean. And so you did have a small little vacuum. Yeah. Because it gets dusty. Yeah, I think I know a lot of people um, have struggled their first couple semesters because of dust problems in the HVAC units mm -hmm. and having a mini, just a little teeny tiny vacuum was a life changer. It was definitely very dusty. And after using the vacuum, it helped a lot. Um, so that was super helpful. And then as far as cleaning went, it's hard because we only had one vanity that me and my roommate shared. And so after our products, we didn't have 
much room in the bottom of that vanity. So most of the time I used um, disinfecting wipes and that was kind of the easiest way to like clean off surfaces and kind of wipe down our vanities because I couldn't have, we didn't have enough room for spray bottles, paper towels, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Another thing is that was great is the, there's like a metal mesh three-tier rolling rack. Yeah rolling cart I should mm-hmm. call it from Michael's or Hobby Lobby and that cart you can find it in all sorts of fun colors it's about $30 I think yeah. and you can use that to hold all of their makeup their hair products if there's not a lot of room in the van being you know in the bathroom you can also use it for cleaning supplies you can even use it for office supplies depending yeah. really it's a fantastic product I'll try to link it in the show notes too, because I've told a lot of other moms to grab one. Um, You have to think too, your child's on their own. So little things pop up, you know, when they, it's very common when kids all are living together for, you know, them to get a cold, get, you know, maybe they'll have allergies like Ransley mentioned from the HVAC. So send them with lots of good vitamins, also some basic medicine that they might need so if they aren't feeling well and especially if they don't have a car they don't have to you don't have to worry about somebody getting these products to them that was helpful and we also did send you with a diffuser just so you could have kind of um cleaner air it, it would be a great idea to have an air purifier also yeah. and a fan mm-hmm. did you guys have a fan yeah we had a fan yeah um also another thing that is super super helpful to have is a shoe rack which i mean if you want you can have your shoes everywhere or wherever but I have a lot of shoes and it's a problem so (laughs) shoe racks helped me out a lot and also I had a I don't even know it was an organizing um shelf that you hang in oh yeah it was like had a hanger on it and I it had four shelves it was fabric and then on the sides were um shoe departments where I could store shoes that thing was awesome because I put my jeans and my sweatshirts in the shelves and then I put all my shoes my sandals my sneakers on the sides and it doubled as a two-in-one kind of organizer yeah we needed that was awesome we need to pull that back out for your brother yeah (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that these are all things that you kind of wonder, is it worth the money? Will they need this? But um, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. It wasn't, I didn't feel like everything was super expensive, but whatever she had, she used. And um, you, once you're there, you can, I mean, you can always send things, but it's nice to really feel as a parent when you leave and walk out and know that they're on their own, that they're well prepared and their room is set and they feel comfortable in it and they they have the basic necessities I think that was what made me feel better and I will say that you know if you move your child into the dorm and it's the very first time in their freshman I would recommend kind of hanging out nearby for a day or two just because things do pop up and you do want to give them their space to allow them to start making friends and acquaint with their roommate but still you're on standby for the, those last minute things that you may have forgotten. Yeah. I feel like also like I'm not a parent obviously, but it's also nice. Like my parents didn't even know anything about Tampa. We'd never really vacationed down there that much. 
Um, I think it helps parents become more comfortable too. Cause I mean, the anxiety, the like worry that you're sending your kid to this new place, as, as long as you can kind of explore it for yourself and see for yourself what your child is going to see and do throughout their next semesters, I feel like that would probably ease some worry too. Oh, absolutely. That's a good point because, you know, being that dad is in law enforcement, he had definitely had to explore <laughs> that city. We were used to being on the East Coast of South Florida for a long, long time and not so much that area. So we felt way more comfortable walking around the city at night, really checking it out, talking to campus security, finding out what's the protocol, which to be honest with you, we were just diving off the deep end within two weeks that she was at school. The Super Bowl was in Tampa, which is one of the most intense times. Um, so then it was like, ready or not, yeah. it's happening. That was scary. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a little nerve wracking. So, um, and the other thing is I would say that you need a plan for, you know, who's the first on call person nearby, because when your child goes to school, you know, another state or far away, you want to know, you know, if you can't get there really quickly, who is the person that can you trust as a parent, you know, whether it be a friend or family member that lives close by, who are you going to kind of let take your place until you get there? I know for me, it was very important that the kids go to colleges that are direct flight um, because it's just easier to be able to fly in and get to a campus rather than having to do, an, you know, a layover and then have to run a car and it can get really time consuming. So, I mean, I told your brother the same thing, like pick a school that's a direct flight, but check out that area, ask people, get on social media, ask around, you know, what other parents are saying about the school. Where's a, where's a, you know, a safe place to walk? Where shouldn't they be going? All of that stuff. And you'll, you'll learn um, as you go, but it's definitely helpful. Yeah. I feel like also a thing that people worry about going out of state or somewhere further away from home is the thought of if I want to go home, it's so far to get home. And there are moments when you're going to be homesick. I mean, I was so excited to finally move and just be in Florida. It was always my life, one of my life goals. And I mean, I maybe had one time when I was actually wanting to be home. <laughs> I didn't get that homesick, but there's going to be times when you're going to be a little homesick. You're going to miss your parents. You're going to miss your normal routine. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, it's also okay if you want to go home, but I would definitely say try to refrain from it because you're going to have to move out of home eventually and you're going to have to establish your own routine and that's what college is all about it's basically giving you that stepping stone if you don't move out of your home right away i mean it's it's inevitable you're going to have to get uncomfortable and build your own routine so don't worry too much about it but try to do things that can get you in a routine, maybe a routine that you had that was kind of similar to home. And that might help you and subside that homesickness or just wanting to be in your own bed. I think that could really help a lot. Yeah. And 
you know, I think as parents, we just need to encourage our kids to stick it out, even when it's hard, which usually is that first month. It's tough for the parents. It's tough for the kids. But Christmas break, summer break does come sooner than you can think. It goes by fast. Yeah. And you just have to, it really makes you appreciate the times that you're together, whether you're meeting up for a parents weekend or a vacation or the holidays. It's nice to look forward to that. So that's what I, you know, I mentioned in the beginning of the show to always have that scheduled. It gives the child kind of a countdown and us as parents. Um, and, you know, it's, it's never easy, but it's, it does get easier yeah, over sure. time. Yeah. I mean, and then it, and then it starts all over again. The next child that you let go, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm already feeling it for next year. Like, what is happening now? They're both going to be gone. But, you know, I tell, I tell your dad all the time that you need me. So I just have to come down. This gives me more excuses to travel. Yeah. Anything else you can think of, Ransley, that would be helpful um, or beneficial to anybody that may be listening? Um, I think that kind of, kind of coming full circle with this topic is that college is the time of your life where you're going to learn the most about yourself. You're going to learn things that you didn't even know you were capable of doing, like crazy, crazy things. We are so powerful. It's crazy. I have learned so many things about myself that I didn't even know I could do by myself. Like I I can go to the mechanic by myself now. I don't need I don't need my dad anymore. I can um like I'm I learned to cook. Yeah, I can cook <laughs> now. I can clean like a crazy person and I can also fend for myself. If I have a problem, I know how to address it by myself and I don't necessarily need to call my parents right away. I can figure it out for myself and I have better problem solving abilities. And I think that people that move away from college really benefit from that. Like your parents can't be there all the time and they aren't there all the time. So you need to figure it out for yourself and you need to find that independence. It's okay to always, like, if you want to be around people, but it's also really good to spend time alone, and that's a lot of what I did last semester and also this semester, is it's so fun to party. It's so fun to hang out with people all the time in the dorms. You're constantly around people, but then even that next step when you get your first apartment and you're just alone with you and your roommate, like those times of college are super critical too, because those are when you really get to learn about yourself. So like the first steps of college is socializing, meeting new people, um, just building those almost networking skills that you're kind of implying into your life that you don't even know, but you're socializing, you're meeting new people. And then that next step, when you get an apartment, when you move off campus or maybe on campus, some schools have on-campus apartments, but you kind of gain that more um, independence. You are constantly being surveilled by the... Um, the RA. Yeah, the RA, <laughs> you know, and so it's kind of that next step after, and you just keep learning more and more, and that's one of the best things about college, I think, is just 
it's you're learning so much in school but you're also learning so much about yourself yeah I think that is the most important part about going to college. It's not just about the academics. It's about the experience and it's about evolving into the person that you are called to be. And I think that as a mom, I can't think of a better thing for that. You know, the answer that you just gave, that's what I wanted for you. Why I push you to go to college to begin with and really think about you can go to college anywhere you want, just pick a place and go for it. And to remind our kids that if you hate it, you can always come home. The door is always open. I think that that really helped me when I left for school and it helped you. I'm sure, Ramsley, that if you didn't like it, you just come home. It's Mm -hmm. that simple. And so, you know, as moms, our job is to help them be brave and courageous and confident and secure in who they are, and most importantly, to become the, the best version of themselves. And I think you've done a really good job of doing that. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. It makes my, it makes this mom's heart happy that I've raised a daughter that was brave enough to even take the first step. Yeah. I feel like my mom and dad, when I was moving, I heard a lot. They were like, you just need to try it. You need to try it. And like my mom just said, the door is always open if it doesn't work out. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is to try it because you're going to be faced with challenges in life anyways. And if you can get over this challenge in your life at 18 years old, oh my gosh, you're already one step ahead of people that didn't do it Mm -hmm. and weren't I mean, they couldn't, maybe they weren't ready, who knows, but it gives you just kind of a step in the right direction for growing up and learning about yourself and gaining that independence. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening and this show was helpful, please leave us a review. And more importantly, if you have any questions uh, for Ransley or myself, either from a parent's point of view or a student's point of view, please feel free to reach out on social Jennifer Ford Berry or email me and we'll completely be willing to help you because we know it's a huge decision for both parties. But I just want to say thank you, Ransley, for being on the show. This was super fun. I've been wanting to do this episode for so long and just always know that dad and I are so proud of you and we're always here cheering you on. (laughs) Thank you. I know you guys are my biggest fans. You've always said that. We are. I appreciate it. And thanks to everybody listening. Until next week, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening today. Guess what? I am now offering my masterclass, Create an Organized and Purposeful Life for free. All you have to do is go to the show notes below and click the link. In it, I will teach you my five core principles for organizing your home and your life, action steps you can start taking today, and time management that actually works. All you have to do is click that link in the show notes and you will be on your way to getting your home and your life organized so that you can start living with more purpose and less overwhelm.